0: Hi everyone and welcome to Space Podcast, here we discuss news and events in the world of crypto, blockchain and fintech. You are here today with Renat and Olga. Hi. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so, before we begin, let us introduce ourselves, Olga. You go first.
1: All right, thank you. My name is Olga Sherbakova, as Renat have mentioned. I'm a lawyer. I specialize in intellectual property and IT law. My master's is in I- IP. I've been working in a blockchain, crypto, and fintech industry for the last seven years now, seven or eight. Time flies. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's. That's that's pretty much it. It's been a fascinating journey and still is. How about you, Renat? How how what is your background and your experience? Tell us. <laughs> well,
0: I, I got a degree in finance and um I'm a Master of Science in oil and gas trade management, which you might think is a bit different to blockchain and crypto, but to be honest, there are a lot of things alike. And there is some common knowledge, which is beneficial for both industries. I've been in the industry pretty much the same amount of time as you are. And I've been running my own company, which is Pay Limited. And we've been dealing with crypto asset ATMs. Cool. (laughs) Yeah, well, it was cool. But we'll get (laughs) to that later.
1: (laughs) All right, modest haze.
0: What our podcast is about is uh, we are taking recent news that we find interesting, fascinating, that we believe might be of interest to you, our listeners. And uh, we try to bring some historical aspects, um, analyze the situation and just uh, try and broadcast it.
1: Bring our our own opinion. Yeah, that's that's the idea.
0: Exactly. We hope you like it. So, and today, what we want to do, we would like to talk about Bitcoin as an official legal tender. Specifically, we'll discuss the recent news from El Salvador. And, and, we also have a person from El Salvador, well, El Salvadorian citizen, (laughs) that will uh, share his views and... uh, Spoilers,
1: spoilers, spoilers! Well,
0: we need to heat up, don't we? So... (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay.
0: Let's talk about um El Salvador. Uh the most Seems reasonable.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> not it's not that f- famous to to be honest. Please if there are any listeners from El Salvador, please don't get offended. I didn't mean to, but uh, <laughs> don't hate us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: So Olga, what, what can you tell us about El Salvador, what, what you've uh, dug up so far?
1: Uh, no, no I don't. I don't think we we need to dig that that uh, that deep. Uh, we need to mention that it's a country in South Central America. It's, uh, it's not that big, pretty small country, and it's uh, it's famous for its breathtaking views. It's a very beautiful country and recently it's been uh, it's been around all the news uh, because uh, because the one law of this country attract attention of the entire world the law introduced by by the president of the country that law actually made the Bitcoin a legal tender in in this country which is quite un- uncommon here el salvador is is a pioneer country they're the first country in the world to make this happen to introduce bitcoin as a legal tender even though there were discussions in different countries on a different continent on a different levels if one or another country should do the same but so far el salvador is is the only one who actually made this risk let's say and uh, made it happen
0: yeah very brave very brave well to begin with uh, we probably should discuss how it all happened what, what was the catalyst of, uh, of of adopting Bitcoin on a national level as far as I know um, there is a Bitcoin beach in el salvador where people are paying for goods and services with bitcoin
1: true true they uh, they started as far as i know in 2019 um mm-hmm. so the first experiment happened in in el salvador uh, there there was a small village famous for its tourism activities surfing tourism mm-hmm. so pretty much uh, it, there, there were several investors who decided to to bring the the bitcoin there uh, they prefer to stay anonymous but the rumor has it that it's uh, uh, investors from miami and
0: or <laughs> or
1: <laughs> Ooh, conspiracy theory well, maybe he lives in Miami. You never know with this guy you never know
0: No it only takes to cross the ocean from Japan to get to uh states, isn't sure. it sure.
1: <laughs> anyhow um there there were people interested in in trying that as an experiment <clears throat> and uh they they uh introduced bitcoins. They uh, brought that as, as a payment method to that uh, village. And pretty much even small shops there accept bitcoins, which, as some experts say, helped them during the COVID time, because, you know, um, mm-hmm. as, as it is a tourist destination, it's been uh, tough times for, for, for this place. During the COVID, uh, mm-hmm. when when the tourism was r- at least restricted, if not to say more, um, the investors helped uh, the this place and they send small uh, payments to the to the users. Not much, but uh, it worked the purpose. It helped them to to survive. Uh, so we we were safe to say that the the experiment was. Uh, that uh, That's successful. More
0: or less successful. Uh, that yeah. it
1: brought uh, to the attention of the entire country and maybe to the government.
0: Well, speaking of that, uh, the entire process of adoption was happening rapidly. So it was happening very, very quick. Um, what, what we know from the media is that... Um, The president of El Salvador visited Bitcoin conference in Miami in 2021 on the 4th and 5th of June and made a very strong statement in English saying that Bitcoin will become a legal tender even though it has never been discussed with general public it was never announced Um, and shortly after on the 9th of June the Congress of El Salvador approved the president's proposal to embrace the Bitcoin as a legal tender. We got 62 out of 84 votes in favor of adoption, which is which is quite astonishing, to be honest. Considering, in the eyes of uh, of the government, that's something absolutely new, something um, that's never happened before, and uh, quite a, a risky gesture. Um, well. As I said, in the eyes of the government and the state. So yeah, it was uh, it was it was pretty impressive. Uh, also important to mention that the president instructed a state-owned geothermal electric firm, Lageo, to develop a mining facility to mine Bitcoin from the volcano, which also makes it uh, a green renewable energy. Uh, Because we all know that that was the case with Bitcoin when Elon Musk said that they're um, pausing accepting of Bitcoins uh, for their cars because of the of this carbon footprint that Bitcoin leaves on on, on the uh, On the nature and the ecology
1: environment. Yeah Mm -hmm.
0: So very very brave quick and rather bold statements in my opinion. <laughs> Don't you think?
1: Quick it is, quick it is. Uh, as you said, it was announced in June, beginning of June, and on 7th of September, it came into force. Yeah, they, they, they a, gave it 90
0: days to to implement it.
1: As a ready-made, yes, uh, law, which is, um, it, it avoided the public hearings, as far as I know. Yeah. Uh, and maybe that's that's why it's it's uh, it came as a little bit of shock to to the general public at least. Uh, maybe it it was discussed within the the government. We don't know that, but uh, definitely for the wide public, for the general public, that was quite an uh, quite a shock. Keep it in mind that uh, uh, we are still, even though the the Bitcoin was. Uh, Introduced first in 2009. correct me if I'm wrong two thousand and nine well general public found out about it quite later oh, yeah. but but still, I would still say that uh, we we have uh, the majority of citizens in in most of the countries who doesn't quite know what what it is, how to use it what to do with it? Well, they,
0: they heard it, but they don't know what it is exactly. So they don't know exactly how the blockchain technology works, how the uh, validators uh, confirm the blocks and all that sort of stuff. They are not technically educated in this perspective.
1: Definitely, definitely. And even even how it's regulated. So here, uh, with, with the introduction of this law, what is actually happening? If we're talking about that, I think it's it's important to say, what is legal tender? The definition of the legal tender depends of from country to country. Uh, but if we're speaking generally, legal tender is something that is accepted by law of this country as a payment method that can be used for payment of debts, taxes, and uh, depends on the country. Uh, Like, for example, Mm -hmm. in in, in Russian legislation, we would say for for all the payments. And here we're talking only about ruble, notes and coins. Mm -hmm. There are countries, for example, U.S., UK, Canada, Australia, that are saying that um, legal tender, certain legal tender as as, uh, a coin and a note uh, should be... Uh, used for debts and taxes only; they are not regulating um, payment for goods and services. So there are differences between the countries, but um, if we if we will look at at the countries around the world, the most common payment methods, the the most common legal tenders around the world are definitely coins and uh, notes and here is the first country that introduced also bitcoin
0: which you can pay taxes with by the way which is rather impressive you can pay taxes you can uh, receive salary in bitcoins which uh, as far as i know some of the companies do Um, in the very beginning Uh, the article of adoption uh, was stating that every single merchant is obliged to accept bitcoin payments. It's different now, so it's no longer making you to accept the payments, but to be honest, uh, if we'll have a look at such places as Papa John's, Starbucks, McDonald's, they are already accepting bitcoins, Um, and you can pay for... Um, beverages, with with bitcoins as well. You mean in you in, mean in, El in El Salvador? Yes. 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 Um, so it's it's moving towards that direction, and um, I'm personally happy to see that bigger companies, the, uh, the the networks, the groups are accepting such sort of payments, which is good. I
1: Think for for big companies like like that, the the companies that you mentioned, uh, it's easier to implement something new because they have the resources to, to do that. They, uh, they have
0: Very true. Um, I would say if I would be a small business in El Salvador, my biggest concern would be not how would I accept the cryptocurrency, but how would I cash it out? How would I make it liquid? So how would I convert it to cash? Mm-hmm. Because that that's the biggest issue. But again, the National Bank of El Salvador is now also allowing making uh, crypto deposits, which is which is very impressive when we're talking about banks.
1: True. I mean, if you're if you're a business, uh, not an international company, but if you're, for example, the the local company, and you can use the Bitcoin uh, You can accept it, but you can also pay for 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 the other services with with the bitcoins, right? So pretty much uh, Again, this is a legal tender. So now you can use it same as as cash and um, I I suppose in this situation the banks should be really really concerned because the banks and money transfer agents uh, because uh, yeah, the bitcoins. If we we'll have a look uh, at Bitcoin.
0: if we we'll have a look sure. at okay. uh, Western Union or um, other remittance um, services like MoneyGram, which is widely used in uh, by El Salvadorians, yes, that 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 is the case. They are very concerned because they are expected to lose money um, because if people would switch to bitcoins, um, well if 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 some El salvadorians are based overseas and they have access to um cryptocurrency specifically bitcoin and they they can make and send mm-hmm. money back to El salvador and bitcoins that would be cheaper if it's a large transaction and that would be quicker as well because the funds don't really need to be cleared so it's it's a very very good um way of transferring funds but
1: y- well we don't know that about the clearance of of these uh, funds no or we don't know what exactly is is the procedure still so the the law has been introduced, yes, but uh, not all the procedures are explained in details there. Well, so we definitely would need to to wait for for some kind of uh, practice here
0: normally, when a payment is made. Let's say via Visa, for example. What we would see on our end is that the payment has been successful. It has gone through. But uh, what happens in reality is that those funds, they go to a clearinghouse. Where it takes Mm -hmm. about three days for the um, payment to settle. With Bitcoin, once it's confirmed, that's it. It's, well... It's considered to be cleared, and depending on the transaction fee that you pay, I think on average it would take you about thirty minutes to one hour for for the transaction to be confirmed, i.e., cleared.
1: Mm-hmm. So you you're you're saying it will it will make uh, it will make the transactions faster as well.
0: Yes, from technical perspective, yes. You see, when you're making a payment via a financial institution and they go via a clearinghouse, it's it's all going to be fine and instant mm-hmm. if there is nothing wrong with payment. However, if there are issues with the payment, again, it will take one to three days to um, sort everything out, to see what's, what the issue is, and then make further resolutions. With Bitcoin, it's pretty much straightforward. Because you're using blockchain and it's transparent, you can see the transaction.
1: Well, we 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 have, I, I suppose, all been in, in this situation where, you uh, send money or or you make the the bank transfer, and it's not going through immediately. It could actually take up to three days exactly. easily if it's a straightforward procedure, nothing, there is nothing shady about that, you're paying for for some service or for for anything, I don't know what what is happening in in each specific situation, but uh, we face that that sometimes you want it to go faster, but there's nothing you can do. Exactly,
0: and it happens because if, if you're making an overseas transaction, it goes from one institution to another institution and for example to the final institution so you're getting multiple institutions in between and they need to settle those accounts so they could be written into the books correctly Um, in case of bitcoin it's as i said it's transparent and very straightforward so you don't get those intermediaries you got Receiver and the sender, and you get the facilitators of the network. Say, well, agreeing that yes, sender A is sending X amount of bitcoins to the receiver B. So,
1: so it it, it, it all it all sounds like a, like a really really good deal for the customers for the end users, but. Uh, no. Is there an enthusiasm about that in in El Salvador? Well,
0: it does sound like a good deal, but we always get our uh, underwater stones, which we can't see. Uh, Currently, as um, you could have seen on the media and in the articles and on the videos, um, that people are protesting and not only people are protesting, but we get Uh, huge financial institutions like IMF, World Bank, Moody's rating agency, which are not happy about the situation. And there are various reasons for that. Um, As for people, I think they just, well, general public simply does not have enough education about blockchain, and they're feared that uh, something risky uh, and unfamiliar to them can lead well can simply lead them to a situation like Venezuela where mm-hmm. the currency plummets and they're fighting inflation the best they can
1: uh, yeah but uh, again we've seen it uh, on the news we saw the protesters and uh, let's be honest um, we can understand these people who are, who are uncertain about what's going to happen they there they they were not explained what to expect in the details the government didn't take time and uh, effort to to educate to explain to actually prepare the public for for introduction of, of such kind of uh, law this law was introduced solely uh, without the infrastructure of other laws necessary in this situation. So maybe these, these people are not that wrong to, to be scared of. Uh, then again, uh, we all know what, what news are and how it can be shown. Uh, one camera from a different angle can, can, can show that the protests are huge or or minor. It's, it's all their position. But uh,
0: well, for that reason, go we got a uh, friend of yours, special guest. Yeah. yeah, a special <laughs> guest, uh, an El Salvadorian, who uh, was kind enough to answer some of our questions. Um, so, uh, some of these questions were: uh, do, you want, do you want to name them, or shall I?
1: You, you go. Okay, you go ahead let me just uh, quickly say and introduce him as as he's not present here Uh, Jose is uh, uh, living abroad for years now Mm -hmm. he's a pilot he's traveling the world Uh, but yes he's originally from El Salvador he he does make some transfers there and uh, definitely he's concerned about what is happening back in his country and he's following the the recent news but um, unlike us he also has the inside let's say information (laughs) from going from from his family and friends uh, as it actually is
0: so we asked him how does he make uh, his transfers back home
2: yeah i actually live abroad and i send money back home every month always make a swift transfer to send the money Uh, It's the easiest and most most, uh, convenient way. The money is directly transferred from the account where I received my payment to my savings account back home.
0: Then we were asking him about Bitcoin adoption affecting the way of sending funds for him
2: well i think we need more time to know if it will affect or not but so far it's very difficult to say as the law isn't crystal clear so not sure about the implications yet but for example if i send more than five thousand dollars i need to justify it with some paperwork if i send more than ten thousand it's an additional requirement so i'm not sure if sending the money on bitcoin would waive these requirements or will be the same as now if by any chance uh they would speed up that process then would be a big leap forward other issue is buying the bitcoin itself in the country where i'm living right now it's not legal tender or it's not even legal to buy the bitcoin so there is no way that i can buy it place it on a wallet and then send it back home as the credit or debit cards from this country don't allow me to buy it i would need to use my back home accounts and then to pay those bills i would need to send money fiat currency from here so doesn't solve anything i think it worked It could work in the future, but uh, if all the involved countries or parties where you're living or working are on the same page about cryptocurrencies.
0: Were there any concerns in regards to safety of ID data and data protection?
2: There is a big uh, issue with the wallet being used. Uh, back home we don't have any kind of data protection law and the wallet provided by the government seems to be requesting a lot of permissions that are not even related to the operation of a wallet many users are already complaining about um, other people stealing their IDs or passports to log in, and it's in a very immature state so I think it would be better to wait for a third-party application not centralized not controlled by a government and then you can start using the cryptocurrencies as, as uh, it should be
0: does he use crypto
2: uh, yeah I did and I actually still do uh, but only as an investment uh, rule number one of investment never invest money that you can't afford to lose and the, and the government uh where the national debt exceeds one hundred percent of GDP and it's gambling with taxpayers' money, I don't think that should be that should be done
0: and what is the safety of Shiva wallets
2: this is uh just to explain you, so the government is offering a thirty u s dollar uh bonus in bitcoin when you actually uh use the app but there is no way that they verify that the person signing in for the app is the same one as uh, actually using it so for example many young people are stealing the grandparents uh id to to sign up for the app and then they send those 30 bucks to their own own accounts so many many people are complaining about it
0: so As I've mentioned before, a significant portion of that reaction was not um, complementary towards Bitcoin, let's put it like that. The IMF, uh, they they were saying that adoption of Bitcoin as a legal tender was raising a number of macroeconomic financial legal issues, and that they would require uh, a further deep and careful analysis that was said by Jerry Rice, an IMF spokesman, um, World Bank also mentioned there are concerns that by embracing Bitcoin, El Salvador is posing risk to money laundering and other financial crime. Um, and in fact, on June the 16th, the World Bank rejected financial help to El Salvador due to transparency and um, regulation risks the uh, Moody's rating agency uh, they've downgraded El Salvador to CAA1 rating due to, well, them adopting a highly volatile currency to be honest uh, those financial institutions they're using a very popular opinion about cryptocurrency stating that it's a uh, road to money laundering, it's very risky, it's unsafe so they're basically making cryptocurrency look like it's gambling uh, in, in many ways.
1: And how about my favorite argument that uh, the cryptocurrencies has been used on a black market? Yeah. yeah. And uh, they, they make it sound so bad immediately after this argument without uh, mentioning that also cash is used on a on black markets, but nobody's banning cash for that. Exactly. Same as, you know, oh, there's a famous uh, um, fact that uh, the, uh, the most lethal weapon in, in the world is a kitchen knife. Um, and like... It, How so? Uh, so? So many crimes have been made by, by the kitchen knife. A lot of domestic violence, but not just domestic violence, you know? But nose banning and, it, isn't uh, it? <laughs> exactly, exactly. But still you don't, have, you don't have to have this special license to go to the supermarket and buy the kitchen knife. So I think it's it's about how you use uh, certain instruments, Very true. no matter what you have. Yeah, that no that is very need. true. speaking of our
0: personal opinion on the matter I think that the uh, very first reasons that the president of El Salvador mentioned when adopting the Bitcoin um, he was saying that around 70 percent of El Salvador population uh, don't have access to financial instruments specifically bank accounts and, and he believes that by introducing bitcoins that would make people closer to that economical prospects of, of this question, of this matter another important reasoning um, that he has mentioned was uh, to make the remittances cheaper and quicker well that's what we've uh, spoken about already. It is true in a way but as we've discussed it requires a lot of work Specifically, it requires education. It requires uh, proper uh, data protection legislation. It requires um, sophisticated AML and KYC procedures to uh, True. prevent True. Uh, crimes. I think
1: I think here that, that's that's important to to say that uh, uh, as we've mentioned before. Uh, laws as as this one should be introduced, uh, let's say, in collaboration uh, w- of other laws, or maybe the, the infrastructure should be ready for, for, legal infrastructure, I mean, should be ready for, for, for laws like that. Uh, we, we absolutely agree with you and with Jose that uh, the data protection should be on a certain level, AML and KYC procedures should be w- already working smoothly, and uh, it should be like a working mechanism. Uh, m- cybersecurity and and stuff like that should should be should be definitely working already. You cannot uh, bring it uh, the the Bitcoin first, and then we will see what, what what's going to happen next. Unfortunately, it's not working like that. You have to, if you want uh, to, all the population of your country to use that, you definitely... Yeah,
0: you can do that, but on a much, much smaller scale, not on a... Na- what do you mean? Well, I mean, uh, that you can experiment, you can introduce Bitcoins before introducing infrastructure, if you were talking about...
1: The village,
0: the village, yes, the surfing village yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Bitcoin beach, yes. Uh, but if we' exactly. if we're talking about the country and uh, sizes of the entire nations, of course, y- y- it would require a lot more thinking, a lot more preparations, and you you would have to take things very, very seriously because at the end of the day you're affecting people's lives. And people will suffer if something to go wrong even though I personally think it's a very brave and bold move and it is it is needed for the entire crypto industry right now but it also requires um, enough competence to do so
1: it's just a little strange how how fast it all has been done. And why? Why so fast? Why exactly? Like, <laughs> uh, again, the people are not ready. So the, the prep work with, with, the, with the citizens of the country has not been made, right? Uh, infrastructure is not ready. And uh, in few days, like 90 days for, for the law, uh, it's, it's a sh- very short term. No, I, I, I suppose not unique, but uh, short. Uh, it could be discussed more, it could be... Uh, so you know that there are rumors that it has been pressured. This this law has been pushed by some investors uh, or it could be an interest of some groups of, of people. Uh, I don't know that but uh, definitely i'm surprised as well uh how so how wh- why so um so fast
0: well uh you know it's a crypto world everything moves very fast very quick and you you have to be on par with with everything changing and happening but yes i i agree with you it looks like um some of the decision-making process has been influenced from um, from outside, but um, well, we wouldn't know.
1: <laughs> let's not speculate on that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. We, we just let's keep it here. <laughs> well, let, let, let's
0: say it was Satoshi Nakamoto all this time. <laughs> <So>. ah. <laughs> but yeah, um, so
1: like a fair.
0: So far, I think in the long run, if uh if most of the um, further actions are done correctly with competence um, we are gonna see a very positive experience if those actions are neglected and i'm well Uh, these these are the actions that I've spoken about earlier uh, speaking of KYC education additional law implementations and infrastructure as you've mentioned so if that's Mm -hmm. not done um, correctly we we might end up in a situation where the financial institutions will say well have you seen how El Salvador Uh, failed with Bitcoin adoption and then it will put Mm -hmm. a huge spat mark on on the entire crypto industry because of that experience so um, I I have all my faith in El Salvador and I hope they will succeed but it would would require a lot of work uh, which I think they're more than capable of doing well and doing correctly so
1: definitely, definitely, I think not not just us and not just other experts and um, analytics are looking at, at El Salvador right now, but um, <coughs> sorry, some other countries and some other governments uh, are doing the same, but uh, I don't think someone will rush it now with this uh, with this decision now when it's a uh, uh, I don't know life experiment in some country everyone will um, everyone will will wait and, and see how it's gonna be and definitely let's let's hope it's gonna work perfectly
0: let's hope so well anywho that was uh, a very useful talk I hope you enjoyed it our listeners <laughs>
1: I did for sure <laughs>
0: Yeah, it was great talking to you today so uh you will be able to find that podcast on our website which is uh, uk, or you will be able to find it on other podcast networks you'll find the links in the description below thank you so much and we'll see you in the next one
1: thank you bye